Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome to Roll the Hard 20 podcast, second session of Riders on the Storm. I'm here with my fellow hard slingers. Everybody say hi. Woo! Hi. Greetings. Right. Greetings. Bienvenidos. So, everybody remember where we are from last session? Yes. Uh, we're on our way to see some guy named um, Edinger. Edinger. Now, you guys stand right now at the threshold of the exit to the domicile. Is there anybody that wants to do anything before you guys get underway? Uh, I think I want to do something. If people are, if you guys are willing, if your characters are willing to wait. Sure. You see uh, Claybold is at the main door watching you guys leave, depart the, the, the domicile as it is right okay. now. Is it only Claybold here? No, he's talking about the Acolyte right now. Okay. Um, so... Elden has had a pretty strange feeling about this ever since they wanted to get a new soul as opposed to, like, trying to find the kid's actual soul. So before he leaves, he is going to use Divine Sense to see the location, or not, I guess, see, but sense the location of any uh, celestials, fiends, or undead within 60 feet. Okay. Is that a roll, or what is that? Nope. That's an automatic. Okay, yeah. you do not detect anything in the domicile at all. I don't know if you have the ability to detect any type of magical wards that exist. Uh, no, no, it's nothing like that. It's sort of, it's that, or uh, you, he can also tell if an object or location has been consecrated or unconsecrated, but I don't think he's too concerned about that, since he assumes foul play, since a soul is missing. He would know that... If you could, if you can tell consecrated ground that this whole place is consecrated. Got it. Okay. And that extends all the way up to the door which you are now standing at. Right. Right. It don't really have anything to relate to you guys, so he's not gonna he's not gonna say anything in particular. Okay. Okay. Um. Was, is there anything you, you guys want to do? Like, do we need to pick something up? I've, I've never done this before. Well. How do we survive out there? Uh, I could probably use some more ammo. I mean, that did get you guys five gold each, so. So what? He needs ammo. Okay. Anyone else need anything well, they, else? They, man- they had laid out certain aspects of anything that you might need for your, your trip. Yeah, as they far were as giving like us some provisions. kind of a packs. Yeah, they gave you provisions. They gave you yeah, rations. Yeah, provisions, or, but. Yeah, he needs to get ammo. specialty ammo or something. Can I get a longbow? Sure, uh, Claybold, he looks over and he sees that you guys are, are hesitant about leaving, and he comes over and he's, well, uh, what is, uh, is there any trouble going on, young folks? Any reason for the procrastination? Uh, just gathering supplies. I'd like an extra quiver of arrows if possible. Well, of course. Let me, uh, let me get the master at arms to come over. And you see him kind of gesture to one of the acolytes, and he makes a gesture kind of like somebody firing off a bow, and he needs arrows. So, of course... He says, go with him. And they take you. Does anybody else want to follow him? I'm going to follow him as well. Yes, because I, I need bolts. Okay. So you two remain at the door then? No, yep. I'll go to the I'll, armory just I'm gonna to remain. see what's there. You'll remain? Yeah. Okay. So the four of you follow him to the armory, and you see that along the walls there are all kinds of bows. There's short swords, long swords. There's bucklers. You see... Um, just simple leather armor, nothing out of the ordinary, and none of the none of the weapons themselves look to be overly ornate. They're just practical weapons. There's a 
a sitch off to the side that has a bunch of arrows. They have normal arrows for longbows. They have bolts for crossbows. They have all that kinds of stuff there. Cool. Nice. I needed a new longbow. My short, my, my old one broke, and I've just been using an old short bow. The, the acolyte go ahead, pulls one off the wall, hands it off to you, gives you a quiver of 20 arrows. Will this be sufficient enough, Master? Uh, that's great. Thank you. Do any of you other require any uh, munitions of the type? I'm just looking for uh, some throwing daggers, if you have any. We do have an assortment of daggers. He pulls open a drawer, and you see there's like 50 to 70 daggers. They're not organized of any way, but they don't appear to be of the same uniformity. It's almost as though they've collected them through the years, and they just kind of deposited them within the drawer. It's like a chunk drawer of throwing knives. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> okay, I want to just grab, um, I'll just grab three of them. Take as many as you like, Master. In that case, I'll take five, and I'll try and pick some of the more maintained ones. Um, what do they look like as I grab them? Are they just iron daggers, anything ornate? Some of them look to be of iron. Some of them look to be of, a, of an exotic metal where it almost looks as though there's like a blue wave going through them. Are there five of those? There, uh, let's have a roll here. Let's see. There are... Ten of those, actually. Oh. Well, I don't think I can take all ten, but I will take five of those exotic daggers. Very well, Master. As I would like to be peeping around, and I see the blue. Just go ahead and put an asterisk next to those. Yeah. I see those blue ones, and I egg. Oh, oh those, look, those look nice. What, what, what kind of dagger is that? I'm not sure. They just... It's something I haven't seen before with this kind of metalwork. I like my daggers. I, I think it's very pretty, sir. Can, can I have one, too? Sure, ma'am. Of course. Thank you. And he gives you one. Is well, there's five left. There's five. one. Yeah. You want one? There's five left if anyone wants more. No, Or I there's mean, four left now. And you, large left. green master. Someone else could use one. Is there something you would like? I will need some, a quiver of arrows, please. And I'll take two of those daggers if no one else is going to take them. Of course. And he hands you two of the daggers and... Pulls a bundle of arrows off the wall and hands them off to you. While you guys are going through this, Claybold walks up to you. And he says, Elden. Yes? You seem hesitant. I noticed you were eyeballing the domicile. Do you uh, have any questions? I have many questions. I'm not sure how many you can answer. I'm not sure how many I'm willing to ask we, in the first place. We all have questions, especially as to the, uh, the nature of the quest that you are to undertake. It is an unorthodox quest, to be sure. And it's not something that we would normally have an outsider or a group of outsiders perform. This is something we usually would handle within the Seekers Foundation, but as I explained before, we are a, a benign organization. We don't deal with the type of work that you individuals may be more comfortable suited doing. Care to elaborate? This may involve, and he puts a hand on your shoulder, the taking of a life to save a life, my friend. That is something I am familiar with. It's unfortunate, I guess is the word. Make a perception check as, as he's Given you a... Five. Five. He seems 
like his hand is is fatherly upon you. <laughs> Not a bad touch, a good touch. Yeah, yeah. Very wanted. You said yes. <laughs> okay. You know, we do have records of you in our archives. You have records of me? You are Eldon Gelmain, are you not? Of, of course. Yes, uh, we do have records of you in our archives. Is it perhaps I, uh, something you share with others? I expected you to be much older. I died fairly young. May have lived a while ago, but... Uh, Ventures tend to not live for very long. His hand slowly moves from your shoulder, and he just kind of caresses this brooch at your neck. Ooh. And he looks at it. Can I, can I roll insight this time? <laughs> hey, go ahead. Uh, I get eight. <laughs> he just he, he fingers it, and he says, the black rose. An interesting choice for a brooch, indeed. Uh... It's, uh, it, it holds a lot of meaning to me from, from back when I lived. I understand. As he pulls his arm back, you don't have to make a perception check at this, but you notice that the ruins about his robe have like started to glow lightly. Mm-hmm. And he just bows and returns back towards the main structure of the domicile. Okay. And you see the rest of your group returning towards you. You guys finally ready to go? Got everything I need. Hey, Eldrin. I think we're ready to go. Eldrin. Now, he drew a <laughs> okay, makeshift Eldrin. map, did he not? You have this, the makeshift map. <laughs> yes, I have the work. makeshift map to Ruby Edinger. Ruby wrote it down. Eldrin. <laughs> so you're, where you guys are located at is more of a uh, western approach away from the town of Scandia, and you want to go more south to where... Mm the outskirts of this particular area are. And it's probably about, I think, I, what did I say, like two miles or so? Some two uh, miles away? I, I can't remember, to be honest. We'll just say two miles, cut it short. Quick question, though. Which way is the, it was an island, right, that we're going to after we pick up That the is Edinger? where the cultists are. Yeah, yeah the cultists. So is that, it is a few days away. Is that yes. also south, or is that in a different direction? That'll be east. That'll be east? Okay. That'll be east. Yeah, because the you, island create a special sword. The cult on the island could create a sword. Soul. Soul. Oh. How, wh- how does Ruby write? <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> I have... She writes common, but she can't read it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me, Ruby's never done this before, okay? Ruby will probably only be able to read it if it's written in Infernal or some shit. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Ruby can't spell either. It's written down with a left-hand black. <laughs> but yeah, you need Edinger to, to, to get the information that... To get to that island. Got it. So as you guys go travel about two miles or so, she's on the back of a small horse that you guys had procured from the Seekers Foundation. As you guys start to draw over over a crest, you hear like a um, some type of a commotion. And if everybody wants to go ahead and make a perception check. Oh, very poor. I am really not observant today. Uh, 13. <laughs> 13. 20. 20, wow. That'll be a five? Five for Ralph. Five. Five. <laughs> I'm distracted by my surroundings. Rafu, five. you hear nothing. <laughs> you haven't so, paid a lot of attention this campaign. Wow. <laughs> we have Novacek riding up front. <laughs> That's right, right? 
Yes. Yes. Jess? As you, you are the one that is leading the procession, obviously due to your background. Um, and you Thank God there's a ranger here. <laughs> we could all be and doomed. you hear something that sounds like a loud crash. And you hear a bunch of like maniacal laughing. And it's just over the ridge that you're approaching right now. And from your position, you do seem to see what appears to be the structures of roofs in a dilapidated state just over the over this ridge. Okay. And then the surrounding area is, we're in like lowlands, right? Or forests? Well, or... it's more like rolling hills. But as you're coming up on the next crest, that's where, on the other side, you can tell that these are where the roofs are. And that's where the sound came from. And okay. the roofs I'm just are... asking for favorite terrain, mountain, yay or nay? Nah, if it's no, rolling not hills. really mountainous. Okay. But it wouldn't be forest. It, it'd probably be closer to mountainous, like a, like a high plain. I don't know if that... That constitutes nah, probably, I need like steep stuff for, okay, yeah, for the would, party stuff. Yeah, that, wouldn't, that yeah. wouldn't be in this area then. Okay, so I hear that going on. I stop in my tracks and tell everyone else in the party, scatter out to whatever bushes are on the side of the road. I jump behind a bush. I, I <laughs> leap behind a tree. Yeah, I jump behind something. And you... Uh, you are all now attuned to what's going on. You're no longer conversing amongst yourselves and everything. You're you're focused in on what Novacek had to say. <laughs> yeah, it's easier to say. You hear this uh, kind of like a like a meaty type sound. Oh, and, uh, and some kind of a another type of a laugh, you know, and you just hear oh ah uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, I try to make my way up the hill to kind of see over it. As you um, crest the ridge, you see before you what appears to be a dilapidated place of just houses amongst you. This is a new map. It smells nice. (laughs) (laughs) Don't edit that out. (laughs) As you crest the ridge, you see this really small town. It's got a few dwellings in there. They're all in a different state of decay. You see a man. He looks to be an older man. Laying on his back, there is a ladder beside him. It, it would appear that it was once leaning against one of these houses, and it's now on the ground beside him. Standing around him are what appears to be six figures, and one of them is just pummeling him about his face. And that is what you see, Rally, when you're looking down upon this little area. Uh, how far am I from them? You're probably about... 80 feet away. Imagine uh, just outside of that map a little bit further out. You could vaguely make out the lead guy shouting something to the effect of, you're going nowhere, old man. You'll be dead before you ever set foot on that beach again. And the guy next to him is like, yeah, dead works for me, boss. And the other guy's like, yeah, smoke his ass, boss. Take him out. Take him out. Uh, and the other guy just starts pounding on him Again, and you see that the older man that's on the ground, he's got something in his hand, and he's trying to, to flail it to defend himself at this point. And Guys, that's where we will begin this. Let's, we need to help this man. Somebody's Do in we danger? Need to? Yes, of course we have to. All right. Fine. And how long have we been riding, roughly? Two miles worth? Or? Just two miles worth. So you've probably been on going about maybe. 
This little poor over an bastard hour or so. might be the guy we have to help. Hmm. I, I'm, we should help anybody, regardless of who right. they are. I, I uh, load an arrow. Not, not all bow. people are worth helping. But how can you say that? You're you're a paladin. Uh, I've met a lot of people, probably is more than you have. Still being beat on? He is. I pull up my arrow. I'm like, are we doing this? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. 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 I so, lose an arrow. Okay. I will give everyone one free movement and action, and then we'll go into initiative. So, where are we coming from on the map? Up that way. And you could come down through there, through there, between the houses. Uh. Okay. Well. Uh, Wait, we're, we're not doing this in initiative right now, or? No, I'll no, let you no, guys we're get the... surprise. Yeah, you get the surprise. Yeah, okay. So, Rally wanted to go first, so... Yeah. You, you just let... Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming I have advantage, because they have no idea I'm there. Yes. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. That'll hit. Four. Uh, nine points of damage. And who are you attacking? The, the one who's beating on him. Okay, that's number six. You see him take this arrow in the middle of his shoulder. He winces. Where the hell did this come from? Uh, Continue. Your barrage, people. And then I'm going to kind of try to run behind a house. Okay. Ruby? Okay. Um, Ruby would like to get to the edge um, and shoot an Eldritch Blast at the number three. Okay. Should be to the left of the guy attacking him. All right, that's a tackle. Oh, 19 on the die. That'll hit. No, we have advantage since they're surprised. Oh, I'm just going to roll because you never you know when I 20. 20. Uh, <laughs> still good, though. Okay. D10 for three. Three. No, wait. Plus. Is it plus anything? No, no, no. It's just three. No, you don't have yeah. the, the invocation for it yet. Bratislav. Okay. Um, am I close enough to dash to they're one of those feet, guys? They're 80 feet out. You're 80 feet away from them. So you're just short 20 feet, depending on what your speed is. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to move my full speed of 30 as I pull out my long sword and prepare to charge. Very good. Eldon. I'm... Almost in shock that Ruby actually did something that it, it was impressive. Uh, <laughs> I did not expect her to shoot like an Eldritch Blast or anything of that nature. Uh, and then I'm going to charge in uh, with uh, 60 feet of movement. So I'll be like 20 feet away okay. over here. Rafu. Rafu is going to jump out of the bush that he was hiding and move 30 feet and try to make his way to attack... The guy in the far back with his bow, his longbow. You have Eleven to hit. Yeah. You have that just too. misses. Oh, man. Yeah, did you roll twice? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. okay. The leader, who has been pummeling upon this elderly man, turns around and he says, "They're behind us. You must." Ah. And everybody roll initiative. Yay. Woo. Elden. 20. Vortislav. 10. Raleigh. 9. Ruby. 19. Rafu. 20. 
Who? Who's no, got the I highest decks between Rafu and Elden? I, I think he probably two. does. He does with the plus two. Rafu, you are up. All right, so move 30, so I'm 50, so I'm going to try to are you gonna try move to... another 30, and that still doesn't make it to him, does it? Well, That'll make it to the first guy right there. All right, there. first guy. Now, do you it's drop it. your bow? I'm dropping my bow, and okay. I'm going for the great axe on my back, and I am going to attack. Woo! And that is a 20. <laughs> All right, back it up. Start it up. Roll it again. Right. Roll the 20 again. Roll my 20 again? Mm-hmm. Oh, can we explain how we're doing crits? Yeah, let's do. Let's ex- take a time oh, out okay. and explain crit. That'll hit, by the way. Um, if you roll a twenty, roll the d twenty again and see if you hit again. If you hit again, then it'll multiply the damage based on that. Oh, okay. So you'll do like max damage and then roll the damage. So max damage plus roll. Yes. Okay. Yes. If you hit. If you hit on the backup. Yeah. So the second one will hit as well. So go ahead and do. Whatever your max damage is, and then roll the damage. Does that make sense? And no. since you're, a, I'm new, so max damage. My max damage. Would your be, max damage would be like twenty four plus two. Twenty four, yeah. Oh, okay. So twenty four no. plus two, and then he I has, roll. gets two dice when he crits. Yeah, I. As a half I, work, right? I would say that you roll that on after the the max. But then if he doesn't confirm it, then he wouldn't get to roll it. Why wouldn't he? Because it's still a crit. It's just not a special crit. It's just double damage at that point. Yeah. So roll it three times. We well, he should. I mean, he is a barbarian. He's meant to hack yeah, shit up. Yeah, meant to beat the shit out of stuff. Yeah, I don't. So you know, if he winds up doing even at level one thirty something damage to some guy, that's off a not. 20, yeah, he should I mean, have just okay hit the that. dude right in the. He's neck. not going to do yeah. it very often. Shot him. Lobbed it off. Okay, yeah. so all right, so this is how we do crits. If you roll a twenty, you do double damage. If you back it up, and it hits again. Then you roll another damage die. So I'm doing double damage, which would be 24. Well, you do max damage, and then you roll a damage die. And then one more. Yeah. And then one more damage die. No. No. Just max damage plus one die. Oh, yes, one die. That's what you're saying. Okay, max damage plus my damage die. Yeah, plus a regular damage die. Yeah, that's what he was saying, just in other terms. Okay. Okay. Nine, uh, sorry, 11 (laughs) is... 11 plus 24? No, 11 plus 24, right? 35. Yeah. 35. Okay, 35. You, like, liquidate the guy? Yeah, the guy okay. is this, this chopped. This guy turns around as he hears you coming up behind him. And you see... <laughs> what he, race he, are you again? Are you an half half orc. Half orc. He sees this green shits himself. giant come before him with this gleaming piece of metal in his hand. And before his thoughts can even process in his brain... You literally cleave this guy from left shoulder to right hip as you sever him bisexually. He's Wait, bisexually. 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 Bisect him. Bisexually, you caressed his insides. Was that a critical persuasion check? What the oh fuck my. are you talking about? I don't even kinda... know this orc is a boy. I mean... <laughs> You can't even tell nowadays. He sounds like a man, but maybe the half-orc women sound like that, too. I don't know. You can't tell with (laughs) half-orc. Nowadays, we don't classify. I don't want to assume. Rafu, you have a sense that comes over you. It's a a sense that you had from a long time ago, and it's something that you've tried to to run away from, but the bloodlust is just so deep that it's just ingrained in who you are. It is what you are meant to do as this... This abomination falls before you. These crit rolls are insane for a rogue. Holy crap. 
Oh, yeah. I just realized that. Held oh, it. my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crit every <laughs> single time. When you get uh, up to, like, right. level 16, you're up I'm going to move, uh, I'm going to move 30. Oh, okay. So I should, should be bring me to the leader. Alrighty. It makes sense. Uh, and then I am going to take a swing at Honestly. him with, uh, my longsword while he's not looking at me. Like a true paladin. <laughs> Uh, 18 on the die. That'll hit. Okay, I do five damage. Describe this man's death for me. Oh, he was, he's probably barking out orders still, uh, and then he turns around, and as he's turning around, I slice, slice his throat. And you just see this look in his eye, almost like a, a, who are you, where did you come from kind of thing. While his, uh, <laughs> while his uh, subordinates are... I assume shocked, I quickly say, don't hurt this man. We may need him. <laughs> Ruby, how do you respond to that? I don't know if I necessarily heard him because I'm still up there and I'm still kind of, Ruby's a little shaken up by what's going on. Uh, she's never really had to use Eldritch Blast before. This is maybe her like third or fourth time. So um, she's a little shaken up, but she sees everybody running and she really feels the need to go. So she starts sprinting her little damn legs down the down the hill and I would like to shoot off one more Eldritch Blast to a bad guy, preferably looks like to the now the only, it looks like the, the left only of the paladin. ones that could, you could probably hit him, looks like he's behind yeah. partial cover I, it's 120. from the corner of that building but this is the only one you could see clearly with. oh okay <clears throat> um, so as I'm you run past me I say hit that one <laughs> okay, so I, I test his judgment and I go for it and I sling out another Eldritch Blast with a 18 hit. Yeah, which one was this one? That would be number three. Okay. To the right of the Paladin. Alrighty. And he will take four points of damage. Alrighty. From the floor, <laughs> you see this elderly man rise up. And you see in his hand what appears to be a carpenter's hammer. And he brings it down upon the one that you struck with your Elder Blast. And he hits. I think this is our guy. I think this is our guy. But did you tell us that he was a fixer? I don't think you told us. You did. I think he was a fixer. I mean, they told him, but I don't know if he told us. Uh Oh. I basically told you guys, we need this guy to figure out what we're going to be fighting. Yeah. Yeah, And he's a bit of a hermit or retired... Kind of adventurer. You see this claw hammer flip in midair, and you see the two prongs come down right on this guy's crown. And just, you get a moment where you see this guy's eyes roll up into the back of his head, and he just crumples at the knees Ah. and goes down. Nice. Rotislav. All right, I'm going to charge I'm going to keep butchering that name until I get it right. Hey, it's close enough. I want to call him Mr. Slave. Um, who's, whichever number is left of the paladin, I think I can reach him if I dash. That is number five. All right, I'm going to dash at number five. And uh, 21 to hit. That'll hit. And I drew out my long sword. And I'm grasping it with both hands. Yes. As I bring it over my head and bring it down for not as much as I wanted, but... (laughs) Now, what does the 
explain what holding it with two hands does. So the long sword is a versatile, a versatile weapon. So I can wield it with one, and I can get a D8 damage. Or if I grasp it with both, I get a little extra bonus. So it's a D10. What did you do to him? Um, this time I did six points of damage as I bring it down on him. Six points of damage. And he takes it, kind of glances off of his upper arm, but he is still standing tall. Raleigh. Uh, I'm going to run around the other side of the building. And uh, has this guy noticed me? He's, he hasn't noticed you, but he's aware of these people over here right now. Would I get advantage on him? Only because he hasn't attacked yet or he hasn't been attacked yet? How does the rogue get that advantage? Only if they have sneak attack and it's second level. No, then you wouldn't get advantage on him. Because he's already aware that there's an attack going on. It wouldn't be part of a surprise Uh, around. I'm going to shoot him with my bow. And I miss horribly. And then um, I forgot something on mine. Because I took the charger feet. Since I dashed and I had 10 feet before I hit him, there was an extra five points of damage. Okay. So it was 11 total instead of six. Okay. You're at speed on your side. Yeah, pretty Momentum. much. I just charge and yeah. just kind of ah, sort of a my leaping head. jump. <laughs> so this individual over here has seen you attack him. He knows where you are. And he turns and he starts moving towards you. And he has some form of a club in his hand. And he fumbles terribly. Now in my game, we do fumbles a little different where we actually determine whether or not he loses his, his weapon, so. And he does. So it will go to the southeast corner, right over here. And he loses his club right there. So he is now currently unarmed. His palms are sweaty. Yes. He, he will turn around and spaghetti. attack you with the same kind of club. For, does 12 hit? 12 does not hit. Okay, he misses. Aha! And this guy will come over. Rotislav lives again. And attack you. I'm sorry, that is Eldon. He will attack Eldon. And that'll miss. <laughs> Woo! Rafu, you're back up again. Rafu is going to move 25 feet and come between the two enemies. Hmm. And I am going to attack the one that he'll try to hit. Eldon. Probably miss Eldon. horribly. Are probably saying Eldon John? That will miss. Eldon. Ah, you're up. That's me. His axe is too wet with all that blood from yeah. destroying that, bisecting <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Lick it off, orc. Just like shaking. Just shaking. <laughs> Rage. Uh, I'm going to swing horizontally uh, and try and... Swing at the guy in front of me. And I fail. Ruby. Uh, Ruby's... You are so far away from the, <laughs> from the combat here. Well, Ruby has tiny little legs and can only run so fast. So she's going to check her hefty self. Just... Because <laughs> she needs a little second. So um, I'm going to have to take a pause. Because <laughs> I got to take a breather. Because Ruby's never ran or done this much in her entire life and oh my she's, god oh god well, ruby, I'm needs, ruby definitely needs some calisthenics are you, are you using your are you using your action to pant or something what's going on 
<laughs> I had a question. I, Would you get more movement cramp? if you rolled down the hill or <laughs> is that a free she's, action? She's she's not a good tumbler. <laughs> she's a little klutzy. Right now she's giving me a calf cramp, so she's dealing with that because she's a little little. <laughs> the old man turns and sees that this gentleman's or this aggressor's gentleman. back is has yeah, this aggressor's back is to towards him and he will move up behind him and he brings down his hammer again. And we'll strike him. I'm liking this old man. <laughs> and he hits him for six points. Vratislav. All right, I will attack the one in front of me. 18 to hit. That'll hit. For nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. And you see him crumple to the ground with this longsword just dripping his entrails. Raleigh. And then, well... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I just want to make sure. I want to see if I can... You still have a movement if you wish. To yeah. Um, I know when I was charging down, I saw someone to the left originally, so I'm going to move 30 that way just to see if there's anyone else. Coming around that corner, you do see Raleigh and one of those other aggressors in some form of a, of a conflict right there. That is where the other person went was he ducked around that alley right there. Okay. I will just stay limber, get ready for my next turn. Uh, I'm going to grapple him. Okay. I rolled a seven. Seven. And he's got a uh, 12. No, nope, so he's no not grappled. grappled. Okay. Mm. He will... Attempt to pull out a dagger and stab you with it. And he feebly misses as it glances off of your your arm. We have another uh, bandit over here who then turns around huh. and attacks the old man who just struck him with a hammer. And he will hit. <laughs> Ooh. Five points of damage to this old man. Rafu. Rafu sees him strike the old man and will turn to him, leave the old man alone, <laughs> and make sure he He's grasps mine. his axe with both hands firmly this time. I want to kill him. <laughs> and oh, no. greatly fumbles. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, make a dex check. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. That's 19. You're good. So you feebly miss this bandit-type person and uh, nearly knock the head off of the old man, but you're able to recover <laughs> midway through this swing. It's all that blood on my axe. It's yeah. just so sticky. <laughs> you, you just lost it dude, after, that, after that really good swing. Eldon. Uh, all right. Uh, now that this man has turned his back towards me, I know it's the opportune time to swing, and so I will do so. I'll go in. I'll try and stab him through the back. Uh, and I miss. So you missed. I did miss, yes. Ruby, when you're um, done panting. <sighs> she finally catches her breath. She stands up straight, throws her head back, and tries to push out one more Eldritch Blast because this is going beyond her means of her usual workout. <laughs> <laughs> Chucks another Eldritch Blast at the last um, horrific-looking guy, and that's going to be a 10. That will miss. Uh, and she puts her hands down. And she's, 
You went, right? Did you go? I'm after... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the old man goes, actually. He turns around, raises his hammer once again, and misses. You can tell that he appears to be losing quite a bit of blood at this point. Bratislav. This guy's evasive as fuck. As I raise my <laughs> long sword above my head and hope to bring it down upon the enemy that's fighting my party member, Ooh. I get a nat 20. Yes. Yeah! Ah, that's a Back 20. it up, dog. <laughs> that's a 20 on max damage. Uh, I do not. I get a 7 on the die. So okay. Wait, 12? That does not hit. Okay. Double max damage. And then okay, so I just do max damage, so that is uh, 13 damage. 13, okay. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll do max damage. Max damage. Max damage. Max damage instead of like double yeah. damage. Doubling max damage. Yeah, do max damage, then roll for And extra. then the backup yes. roll. Okay, I like that's it. better. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. that better. Okay. Vratislav, so you just critted this gentleman. For and 13 he... points of damage as I bring my long sword down uh, right at the crook of his neck. And you hear it just splinter the vertebrae across as he dies. Blood splatters all over my face. <laughs> Sup, homie. <laughs> Sup. I had that. <laughs> Raleigh. Uh, I wipe the blood away from my face, walk over here, string a bow, and just fire it at the, the lone guy that's over the way. Okay. And I get a 23. That'll hit. Four. Ooh, that's a good amount. Uh, 16. You see this arrow weave just past Rafu and strike this guy right in the neck. And he just crumples to the ground right where he stands. A little ticked off. You got that kill stole from you, huh? <laughs> I had him. Can the, I... the adrenaline's running through everybody's veins. You see blood in this dirty street before you. And before you is this old man wielding a hammer, blood leaking from a cut, several abrasions about his face, but profusely from a temple wound that he has. Uh, I want to step over the body that's in front of me. That's important. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to step over the body in front of me and walk up to who I assume is Edinger and then put out a hand and say, it's a, been a pleasure to watch you work. He looks at you and... So... Who are you all supposed to be? Well, you see this bedraggled man. He's got these mutton chops and ratty-looking hair, and you know his his clothes are just knitted together. I mean, they they resemble nothing fancy at all. Hmm. Uh, I am Eldon Galemain, and these are some of my new acquaintances. I presume you're Edinger. That is correct. And uh, to what do I owe this? Chanced meeting, my friends. Uh, I think we have a great deal to discuss. I, uh, I think we should wait until we're all gathered together. Well, you can take your time doing whatever it is you wish to do. I've got things to do here. And he walks over and he tries to start moving, moving the ladder back up to position it against the side of the house. Picking yeah. up his hammer and... Yeah, and he's able to do that on his own? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, surprisingly for a man of his age, he seems to have a good amount of strength in his mm. body. The ripped old man. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to gesture for everyone to come over. I'm going to look at the bodies and see if they have any like coin purses or any uh, sort of identifications to see where they're from. 
a few of them have a few pieces of silver about them, but they don't have anything. They don't have their driver's license on them or anything <laughs> like that. Um, their weapons are just crude weapons, but they all appear to be dressed similar. Same day and library coin? card. <laughs> Damn. Six pieces of silver. Oh, they're rich peons. <laughs> Six silver is acceptable. Um, Kimmy is, has, since the battle's been over, fell back to, into the ground to kind of take a breath. And, and she sticks her hand out and she goes, I, 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 need, I need assistance. Please. And who is Somebody. she gesturing towards? Anyone. She's looking up to the sky. Have you fallen and you can't get up? Yes. Hmm. Who's this Kimmy you speak of? Oh, I don't know. Ruby. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even notice. I thank you for your help, but it looks like one of your friends needs more help than I do. Uh, Good day. I'll, I'll turn around and look, and uh, they'll be fine. Sharfan <laughs> flops down and goes, Ugh, I'm so tired. Oh, I, I walk up. Oh, stop pouting, halfling. You're fine. I, I've never worked this much in my life. How are you still standing? Dude, this is normal. <laughs> so at this point, what is Edinger doing? Did he put the ladder up? Or he, he put the ladder. He rested yep. the ladder against the side of the house, and he's preparing to go back up. He just wants to make sure that the, that the legs are chalked in well. So as he's as he's starting to do that, I'll walk up to him and call out Edinger. Yes. We were sent here from the Lord of Scandea. The Lord of Scandea. There's. There's no lords in Scandia, just the Seekers Foundation. Well, that was a general term from them for them, but that's where we are. We are here because Tobin needs help. He's in the middle of swinging the hammer, and he pauses, and he's, he's visibly struck by that, and he slides down the ladder like you would see like on Star Trek, how Mr. Scott would slide down. <laughs> you know, he stands before you, and Shoulders back, what is this about Tobin? What has his father done to him? What's that bastard Bainan done? I do not know. We are here on behalf of him, but mostly to help his son. We're looking for the soul crucible. He drops the hammer right to the floor, and you see his face go ashen white. I left the Seekers three years ago. Swad never turned back to Scandia. Certainly not for that. Do you know what it entails to go after that soul crucible? We don't. I was given a map to come find you to help us in our quest. Do you have this map? I have the map to you. Who drew, we know of where who the, drew uh, the map? Was it Bainan or Claybold? I think it's Claybold. Yeah. Uh, Claybold gave me the map. Give it to me. And he takes the map from you, and he holds it up. And he crumples it. Do you know where it is you need to go to get this crucible? I know it is on an island to the south of us. You don't know the name of this island, do you? It's called the Island of the Damned. I would assume... Have you any idea what you've undertaken? Ha! <laughs> Unfortunately not. That is why, after speaking with them, I was told to come to you. He looks, at, he looks you up and down. He, 
he kind of like puts your your cloth of your collar between his fingers. Yes, you'll find plenty of hunting there, my friend. <laughs> what is just for Warden Bainan? I would walk away from you instantly. But when there's an innocent such as Tobin involved, we go. You see him, he turns away from you and he walks to the most rickety building there. I mean, it's all the other buildings are masterpieces compared to this one. It hasn't had one nail put back in it. And he goes in and he comes back and he's got a backpack on him. And you see hanging out a handle of some type of weapon, but you can't tell what the weapon is at this time. And he looks amongst you. He hands you a map. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose we best go. Do you have any idea how we're going to be getting there? Well, I assume this map's going to help. Well, that tells us where the island is, of course. But we need some way to get there. Yeah, how do we cross the water? Just Follow me. We'll be going to the pagan docks. Halflings don't swim. Now that I see that he's, like, super willing to be going, I'm going to, like, slowly lower the rope that I had ready. (laughs) (laughs) What time of day is it now? It's close to about uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. He informs you that you'll need to be heading towards the Pagan Docks. Pagan Docks. Pagan Docks to the Island of the Damned. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm assuming that you wish to get on board. Your journey today, right? You don't have some other place to be at this time, right? No, we don't, but... Why is it called... It is 2 o'clock. We've been in battle traveling. Does anyone need a rest, or do we want to go? Let's Uh, just head out. We should head out. it's, It's called the Pagan... So? Docks. What's wrong with the pagans? <laughs> Fucking paganists. It's okay. With just a little adventure, you can go outside every <laughs> once in a while. As we're all deciding on what we're doing, I want to turn to Eldrin? What's his name? Edinger. This is... Edinger and ask him what his relationship was with Tobin. I didn't really have much of a relationship with the young boy. I was just... He's not Catholic. (laughs) Holy crap, we're not talking about the archdiocese here. We're going to the pagan docks, it's different. I was the head proctor before Claybold, and I was in charge of the Seekers Foundation. I merely looked after Bainan's family and all of his other personal affairs which is the head proctor's position during times like that. Since you have a close relationship with him, that's why I ask. My father was never there for me, and I knew that through the years that Tobin's father was never there for him either. So I took him under the wing with the rest of the acolytes for a short duration. He can't be more than seven years old when I left. But during that time, you've taken a liking of him. I haven't seen him in three years. I almost considered him like a surrogate grandson. Hmm. Ruby looks so sky and she goes, like, I, I see why I'm here. I, I guess I can do this. You got this, Ruby. You got this. Once we step foot on that island, nothing will prepare you for what we'll find there. As an acolyte, there's nothing in the books 
that say anything about what we'll find. You can read and study for years. Nothing will compare to what we'll find there. When I left that island, I swore I'd never return there for the life of me. You've been there? Yes, I have. What you don't know is it was my quest to look for the soul crucible three years ago. Wait, so you undertook this quest before and returned without it? That is correct. And that's where we'll end. What? I have so many questions. <laughs>